but like in the 60s, $100,000, that was a huge amount of money. Six figures was what it was. And I think that's what they were trying to get in. It was like, yeah, it's the six-figure bar. It's like the rich bar or whatever. Some some executive was probably like, this is a rich-tasting bar. Let's name it $100,000 yeah. or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, welcome to the show. Where two brothers talk about candy. I'm Lyndon. And I'm Layton. And, and this is Hard Crack. I picked something up at Walmart today. What did you pick up? What did you find? Is this some good stuff? Oh, you got it. Yeah, yeah. so I sent you a snap of that. I thought about it, but I didn't. Yeah, I saw your snap of the Twizzler mystery flavor. And as I was walking through Walmart, I saw it and I said, I'm buying that. And I bought it. Was it in their collection of like 400 different Twizzler flavors? No, it was in like a big box right by the door. Like one of the door displays. Nice. Yeah, I thought about it when I saw it at Hannaford. And I thought about it again when I saw it at Walmart. But Yep, I got it. I'll let you know. I haven't tried them yet. Yeah, I figured you might. And then I would let you decide. Yep. And then I would decide if I want. Speaking of mystery flavors... You know who else just recently introduced a mystery flavor or is introducing one? Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids mystery flavor. Yeah, it's like a white one. They're doing like a whole cryptic, like, guess the mystery flavor, win a prize, like up to $50,000 or something like that. I don't know. Sounds like a marketing scheme. <laughs> Sounds like one to me. <laughs> but and so it, I, I, I have this thing that I discovered and it, I was wondering, it may actually be like a segment. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever heard of CandyIndustry.com? No. So CandyIndustry.com is just literally, it's an industry page. It's a news aggregator of the candy industry. Where, do they have an RSS? You can, Well, you can subscribe. So you basically can just get message, send it to your email. But it's basically the what's going on in the candy industry. And it's kind of neat. I just like peruse through it really quickly. Like that's where I found the Sour Patch Kids thing. Sour Patch Kids introduces brand's first mystery flavor. Exactly. Which four candy companies have the best corporate reputation? Haraburo launches Fantastic Mix. Bazooka launches Juicy Drop Gummy Dippin' Sticks. Like... But then, like, you see all the things at the top, like trends, new products, ingredients, top 100, all kinds. It's all kinds of stuff. But I was thinking we could use something like this as just like, a, here's a quick rundown of, like, what's going on in the candy world. So, like, that mystery, the two mystery flavor things, that's, like, a relatively new thing. Yeah. I think it's kind of neat. Interesting. I was just looking at random stuff, and that's how I found it. Cool. Candyindustry.com. Yeah, so thanks for joining us on the 10th episode of the Hard Crack Podcast. Part two of our candy bar swap. Second part of the candy bar swap. Where today we are going to be going uh, into the 100 grand. Yes, 100 grand. Which was not always called that, actually. Well, when I went to go look for it, I could swear that it was a flat chocolate bar like a Hershey's bar. (laughs) I... Don't know where this idea... I I can even picture it in my head, what it looks like. As a flat chocolate bar? As a flat chocolate bar. It's a red package with an orange border around the whole outside. And then inside that, or orangish yellow, is the 100 grand with the orangish yellow. Weird. I swear it is a thing. <laughs> I don't think so. But I looked... 
all over. Well, did you check Candy Collector? No. He might have a wrapper of it. Yeah. Tincandy.com. It's that blog I referenced the other day when, about the during the Milk Duds episode. Yeah. Where he collects candy packaging history and marketing. Like if you look at like the first exactly like he's got this picture of the first newspaper ad or one of the first newspaper ads for a hundred grand. No, it's never been. It's always been the same size. And I, I didn't find any history of it being any different than that. And it was filed for trademark in 64. And that ad is from 64. So. I don't know. I don't know. So the history of it, since I just already started that, it was this is a it's a Nestle bar. Yeah, it came from Nestle wholesale. It was not like some small mom and pop shop thing that got bought. Nope. It was just Nestle was like, we're we're building, we're creating this bar, which I actually found rather interesting because Nestle is known for acquisitions or a little bit. Well, mergers and stuff like that. But also the biggest reason is, OK, Hunter Grant, milk chocolate, crispy crunchies, caramel. It's like a it's like a weird direct competitor with a crunch bar. Yeah. You add caramel to it, you get 100 grand. A crunch bar is just milk chocolate and crispy rice. Yeah. Which is also Nestle. Right. And a much older product. Crunch bar was in like, from the 20s. Hmm. So like they're they are like competing with themselves. Apparently very successfully because so when this was created, it was created during what were they were called dime bars. Okay. Which is almost impossible to find any information about dime bars, um, because if you look up dime bar, you get the that it's a candy bar called D A I M bar, which I now I'm interested in trying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you look at but what it is is it's just candy bars that are sold for a dime. But the thing is, they were much smaller. So like this one is like 1.5 ounces. Yeah. And like if you look at the packaging that this guy has on CollectingCandy.com, the original size of it was like this one is one and three quarter ounces. This one says nine sixteenths of an ounce. So like they had different sizes. Nine sixteenths of an ounce is so bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little bit over half an ounce, but we're gonna say nine sixteenths for some reason. Yeah, but it looks like they've been roughly the same size. Yeah, and so nowadays you just kind of get like two of them together. I think they split them. Yeah, well, that's the 1.5. And then if you look at some of the other package, there's a smaller one that's 10 cents, uh, three quarter ounce, which is would be half of one of these. Would be half of one of these, yeah. And they came in right before they raised the prices. I found an article in the New York Times talking about Nestle and or possibly Hershey raising the price of their dime bars to being 15 cents, citing the cost of cocoa beans and all this stuff. Um but it's kind of interesting because nowadays those bars are basically what we would consider chocolate bars or candy bars. Yeah. It's the same ones. Uh, except for like Nestle, like at this time kind of dominated those, which they don't anymore. Yeah. Well, for one, they sold it all, all of their brands to. Yeah. Nestle got out of the. They got out of the U.S. confectionery business. They're too busy being evil with water. Yeah, but they got out of the confectionery business. They completely sold off all of their products to Ferrero. Only in the U.S. Yeah. So, like, they sold off all their U.S. confection to Ferrero, including the rights to the Crunch Bar and stuff like that. Nestle still sells the Crunch Bar as Nestle in Europe. Ferrero doesn't own 
the Nestle confections in Europe. It's really odd. Why? That's what I don't. It, I don't know. That's, Which is really weird. They're both European companies. Yeah, that's very strange. So I don't. I don't know why they did that. Why sell off your American conglomerates? Allow them to be manufactured by somebody else and still make them in Europe. I'm wondering if they had they created the Crunch Bar first in Europe, and so they held on to it, and they just sold the rights to it in the U.S. along with everything else that they were doing, all their U.S. brands. Yeah, because they had acquired all of those, most of them, I think. Yeah. Well, if you go down the history rabbit hole of Nestle, it's like merger after acquisition after merger after acquisition. Well, yeah. Well, Nestle is the largest food company on the planet. And arguably the most evil one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do some pretty nasty things as a company. Um, but so it's not surprising that like they acquired a bunch of candy brands, but apparently they're just not interested in selling candy in the U.S. market. Would, they sold it to Ferrero three years ago. Yeah, it's very also very interesting because Nestle started as like a milk company. Yeah. Doing like milk-based baby foods. They merged with some other people doing condensed milk. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then they merged with the chocolate. Yeah. Someone in the early early 20th century uh, and created Nestle today. Yeah, but that means like chocolate was one of their mm -hmm. fundamental founding. It was one of their primary markets. Yeah. yeah. And now they're kind of like walking away from it. At least in the U.S. Yeah. For whatever reason. And it's interesting because like you also see like um, what after Ferrero or Ferrero put it wrapped them all under their Ferrero brand. Yeah. It, they've like gone, like they've basically gone nuts with it. Like they, uh, like, so one of the things that came with Nestle was like trolley. Yep. Bright crawlers, bright crawlers, whatever, all those sorts of stuff. Ferrero in the last, like, and this is like after the last three years, um, this was a couple of years ago, but they tripled trolley sales. Yeah. Like, so apparently they were doing it, something different that Nestle wasn't willing to do or whatever marketing, whatever. They said they had introduced like a new marketing campaign or TV campaign for crunch bar that hadn't TV. There hadn't been a TV ad for crunch bar in a decade. Yeah. So apparently like Nestle just did not care. And Ferrero was like, well, we do candy, so we're going to do it. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's what Ferrero does. They. Yeah. Basically. They have a few food products, but for the most part, it's all confection. Does Nutella count as a food product? <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that's what I mean. Why they have some food product, but like, but I mean, is yeah, Nutella like they actually. They put it under Ferrero, and Ferrero is unapologetically a confectionery. That's all they do. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you look at like something like Nestle, they just do everything food. Nespresso and uh, exactly, they've got coffee, Nescafe, and all this other stuff. Nesquik, which I guess is chocolate. Yeah, but like Ferrera is, we do chocolate, nothing else. Yeah, or not just chocolate candy, yeah. confectionery. Well, they started so, with chocolate. Yeah, they did, but they are, and they like they say it. Like anytime you look up anything about Ferrera, it says we are unapologetically a confectionery company. Yeah. Like, and we don't apologize for that. And we, they aim to be good at it. So, which makes sense to me is why they would triple like trolleys sales and stuff like that. 
and why they'd be willing to acquire such solid brands that have been established for so long. Yeah, like when they acquired all the stuff from Nestle and Wonka and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they like one of the things like you like you had mentioned like you didn't like that the changes they made to Butterfingers. A lot of people do like the changes that they made. Yeah, they they did make it a lot more healthy. I mean, for candy anyway. For candy, yeah. Um, I just don't like the the texture of the new filling. Mm. The flavor's pretty much there, but the old filling had like a tacky texture. Yeah. The new one is a lot more flaky, and it's just not the same. Yeah. So all of that to say, Hunter Grand has not changed. It's been basically the same since it was invented in the six, 1964. Yeah. And it was, but the, if anything, the only thing that's changed besides some like packaging updates, which just happens over time as aesthetics change, was the name. It didn't start as 100 grand? It was not called 100 grand. It was called the $100,000 bar. $100,000 bar. Yeah. Or $100,000 candy bar. Was it some sort of Wonka-type promotion thing? I don't know. That's just what it was called. And it, like it's always been like on the bar is like the... Because like, if you look at the older bars... Yeah, they've got 100000 With the dollar sign. And so it was always called the $100,000 bar with the slogan of fortune and flavor. And then they also like changed another... They also had another slogan called like, that's rich and stuff like that, which it might be its current one. But it was always the it was always a hundred thousand dollars of fortune and flavor, and so it just got called the hundred thousand dollar bar or candy bar or whatever. And then people probably started saying it's the hundred grand. Yeah, and they started calling it a hundred grand, and then eventually just turned into one hundred grand. That's the only thing that's really changed about it. And that was actually relative, like that was in like the eighties when people started calling it a hundred grand. That's so strange. Or officially, officially, it's also a very odd name for a candy bar. Yeah. Past and present. Yeah, even among itself. Yeah. Because like if you look at like the other ones it's like um competing with or what is near is like it was the Nestle Crunch. Yeah. Chocolate cream bar, the milk chocolate bar, the triple decker. Those are all the Nestle like dime bars at the same or around at the same time. And then you have like Snickers and Milky Way and Hershey's chocolate and Yeah, but even like Snickers is a weird name, but it's like it makes it kind of makes sense as a candy bar yeah milky way three musketeer like it just it all makes sense by 100 grand like where where do you come up with let's call the bar one hundred thousand dollars <laughs> yeah i don't i would love to try and find like some internal memo some dude in the boardroom yeah $100,000 candy bar? That sounds like a great name. Well, there's a speculation as to where that comes from. It has to do with can, um, the um, game shows at the time. Oh, like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy? No, and not that. even that. Like older ones that like don't even exist anymore. Game shows in the 50s were really popular because that's what, like, when TV took off and game shows and naturally just jumped right in on that. Yeah. But like, and towards the end of the 50s, there was like, a huge scandal with like cheating and fixing and rigging things. Yeah. So like they fell off in popularity and then I think they started to come back in the early sixties. And 
I think they were playing in on that. Like a hundred thousand dollars was a huge amount of money then. Yeah. So you think about it, like we think a hundred thousand dollars today and you're like, yeah, you can't even get a house for that. Like a lot of like high end cars are a hundred thousand dollars and they're not even that expensive, like that exotic. A brand new Tahoe is like 80 grand. Exactly. (laughs) But like in the sixties, a hundred thousand dollars, that was a huge amount of money. Six figures was what it was. And I think that's what they were trying to get in. And it was like, yeah, it's the six figure bar. It's like the rich bar or whatever. Some some executive was probably like, this is a rich tasting bar. Let's name it a hundred thousand yeah. dollars or something stupid like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got the million dollar chocolate bars too. Yeah. That are pretty popular. It looks like a million dollar bill. Now that I said that, my head cannon some executive was like, This is a rich bar and I'm gonna call it a hundred thousand dollars because I'm a rich snob. <laughs> <laughs> It's just weird. It's just, yeah, it is an odd name. And I, that's why it got, sh- I think that's obviously why it got shortened to a hundred grand. Cause who wants to say the hundred thousand dollar candy bar? <laughs> hey, I am going to the store. You want me to pick up anything? Yeah. Can I get a hundred thousand dollar candy bar? <laughs> like, uh, I'm not spending a hundred grand on a candy bar for you. Yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling that the public shortened it before the company did. Oh, I'm sure. But it, since it's been changed to officially to a hundred grand, now you get all kinds of jokes based on that. Yeah, yeah, like Opie and Anthony in the in the nineties ran a promotion where you would you were like it was for like several weeks where like you could win a hundred grand, and at the end of it they revealed that it was a candy bar. <laughs> People were pissed. I'm pretty sure they got sued. <laughs> hey, I yeah, uh, I threw that joke out two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah but you're not the only one like they did it on like national syndicated radio and people were not happy yeah i don't know if they sued them but some other radio stations have done that and have been sued in the past and like stephen colbert did a joke with it like so it's a it's a regular joke yeah because of that name and like other people other people make jokes of it like talking about like oh food prices are going up i saw a hundred grand for a candy bar or something like that (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even with it being at all the butt of the jokes, it obviously is stuck around. Yeah. It's still, as far as I know, fairly popular. It's not nearly as popular as like Snickers or something like that, but... Speaking of Snickers, when I was at the store, did you see all the new Snickers? Yeah, that's really interesting. I've never seen all those. Snickers almond butter, Snickers peanut was, butter, was Snickers the, brownie something another. Yeah, it was the brownie fudge one or something that I saw. Yeah. They're like four packs of little squares. Mm-hmm. I almost bought some, but I need to. <laughs> one exploration at a time. Yeah. No, I saw those and I, was, I, saw, I, saw, I thought the same thing. I was like, I should try those, but not right now. We'll, we'll save those or something. Yeah. They're interesting. The other one thing that I noticed, the in flavor right now, key lime. Yeah. I saw key lime Kit Kats, key lime Twizzlers. I'm assuming there's, it might just be a Hershey thing though. Maybe. Hershey might be. So like we're going to, Hershey's just like, we're going to make key lime every Maybe they had like a lot of leftover key lime flavoring from something and they're like, what do we do with all this? <laughs> Let's just start pumping it into all our products. We'll just make a key lime everything. <laughs> <laughs> and then if it works, you'll do it again later. If it doesn't work, oh well. Yeah, it was it was a gamble. Something weird like that. 
So you've never had one of these? Not that I can remember. I mean, I may have. Well, especially thinking that you think it's a square flat. Yeah. Thing. Well, me considering that I thought it was a square flat bar, like a Hershey's bar, makes me think that I probably have not had one. Yeah. But I could have years and years ago. But yeah. So ingredients wise, it's pretty straightforward, except for mine is like doesn't even actually. Oh, there it is. Underneath milk chocolate, cocoa, which has actually cocoa butter in it. Nice mm. corn syrup, sugar, rice flour, coconut oil, cream, bunch of other random crap. Yep. And by random crap, I'm just talking about like mono diglycerides. This one has salt in it. Remember salt, you mentioned yeah, last we were saying. Well, I also said that usually it's things it, with caramel. Yeah, will contain the salt because it was Dum Dums that had salt for some reason. Yeah, barley malt. Yeah, okay. Pretty straightforward, yep. traditional, what you'd expect from a candy bar's ingredients list. So I'm assuming the rice flour would be the the crispies. Yeah. All right. Should we, should we try it? Yeah. You said it's like a crunch bar. Kind of. Like a star crunch. Mm-hmm. I would not consider star crunch a candy, though. No. This is definitely more on the chocolate side than the star crunches. And the caramel. Mm-hmm. Way more caramel, so it really sets it apart from a, mm-hmm. from a star crunch. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Isn't it? There's a weird flavor that I can't put my finger on. I don't know if it's the chocolate or the caramel. Mm. It's the chocolate. Yeah? Yeah, there's something interesting about the flavor of the chocolate, because I just took a piece of caramel by itself, and I wasn't getting that weird flavor. Mm. I don't, it's not a bad flavor. Just slightly different about something, something slightly different about the way they do the chocolate. Yeah. It's familiar, though. Yeah. So I don't know what it would be that I would be familiarizing it with. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a Toblerone chocolate. Which, yeah, they're both Swiss, but... I don't know. It's pretty good. It does melt a lot in your fingers, though. Yeah, it does. It's one of those faster-melting milk chocolates. I used to like these things at Halloween. I always associate with them at Halloween. Probably because they're small. Mm-hmm. So you could probably get them in small packages early on before, like... Before they started doing the mini Snickers. Yeah, and the fun size Snickers and all those when everybody started mm-hmm. getting on. These things were probably already on board with that status. They just packaged them individually rather than stick them in a two. Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever remember them being anything other than, like, this size. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's basically like, here's a thing of caramel with... We're going to stick some milk chocolate with very crispy rice things on it around it. That's basically what it is. Looks like they have caramel and then they coat that in chocolate and they use that to stick the rice krispies to it. And then they coat that in chocolate again. And then they coat that in chocolate again. Probably. Something like that. How would you rate it? Um buy it, eat it, or trash it. Buy it, eat it, trash it. Uh I would probably put it in the eat it category. Yeah. I don't know if I would go out of my way to pick one up. Yeah. But now that I've had one, I would probably be more willing to seek it out as an option if it was available to me. Like someone was like offering you one? Yeah. Well, I guess that's kind of a hard way to say it. Like, put it this way. It would be a buy it. If my options were limited. Okay. 
like if I went to a vending machine and this was one of the options and there was nothing else in it that I liked better, I would be willing to buy it okay. out of a vending machine and not feel like I wasted my money. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So like if your favorite candy bar is not in there or yeah. whatever. You know, if this is sitting next to some Reese's products, maybe I wouldn't buy it. But if it was this or like a crunch bar, I'd probably buy it over a Milky Way, which is my wife's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's a it's a buy it based on com- competition. Yeah. Okay. I would be willing to spend money on it if I didn't have what I consider to be a better option. But it's definitely not a like, oh, I'm not going to spend my money on that, but I would eat it. So it's not quite uh, eat it. It's It's in the buy it category. With some caveats. Yeah. You like to do the buy it caveats. So. Yeah. I'll throw in a buy it caveat. <laughs> I'm probably in the same link. Because like my favorite candy bar is a Snickers. Yeah. So basically anywhere I'm going to find candy bars, I'm going to find a Snickers. So almost always I just get Snickers. Yeah. It's like I'm the one that introduces, like offered this one as the, you haven't had it and I've had it. Yep. I haven't had one in years. Mostly just because I keep buying Snickers and <laughs> stuff like that. So, yeah. So it's it's solidly in the eat it category for me. Yeah, but it's not a buy it because same thing. There's there's better options in your opinion. Not a buy it. Same thing. There's better options, and almost always you can find a Snickers. Yeah, this was actually a lot harder to find. Mm-hmm. I went to Kroger, Quick Trip, Dollar Tree, and Walmart. Yeah, I don't. Do they not have it at Dollar Tree? They didn't. They had it out here. Yeah, in Dollar Tree mm-hmm. and Walmart. Usually, Dollar Tree's got everything, but they didn't have it. I at least expected to see like the little six packs. They carry a lot of those. I almost bought some. Have you ever heard of what are they called? Setzers, Twizzer, Seltzer. It's like a licorice thing. Mm, no clue. Switzers. They're like a licorice company. They had a green apple licorice thing that I almost bought. Speaking of licorice, the other day I was in the store and I saw Red Vine has like a Twizzler competitor. Really? Yeah. How are Red Vines not a Twizzler competitor already? It, I don't know, it was like a different packaging and they looked more like a Twizzler. Or maybe it wasn't Red, no. Rewind. Daryl Lee. Oh, okay. They have a Twizzler competitor? Like a, yeah, like a like a rope versus like the slugs that they seem to have be selling the Australian mm, yeah, licorice. Yeah, yeah, in. Yeah. So they put it like is it I'm assuming it's the same sort of licorice just longer? I'm I'm assuming as well. Hmm. But it had like a flat matte red packaging. Speaking of Wiley Wallaby has a green apple version of their licorice things. Yes, they do. And you remember I was saying, it's like, I don't know if I prefer this as a licorice, but as a vehicle for another flavor, it might work. Yeah. So I'm going to have to buy some. And <laughs> I posted, <laughs> I posted on Instagram. Like, I got to need find these. My friend Sam sent me a link to a 10 count tag pack. of <laughs> There you go. <laughs> but I saw this Switzer candy one that had it but i've never had switzer candy so i was like eh. i was already i was already looking for something else there and i wasn't about to buy a bunch of different things yeah dara lee real twists oh 
Are they saying their twists are fake? They're probably saying Twizzlers are fake. Mmm. Gotcha. Real twists. And they also do them as bites. Uh, the real twists come as bites? Yeah. Have real twists, and then they have real twists bites. Oh. Because Daryl Lee makes Australian licorice, which are like the little yeah. slugs. Like the little... They also have all sorts, which are like colorful, weird shapes and stuff, but... Yeah. Hmm. So, I saw those in the yeah. store. I bought red vines instead, but... I might need to try those. Yeah. Just figured since we were on the topic of licorice again. I have to try those. I'm going to have to find those, buy some of those green apple wily wallabies. Yeah. Quick thing. Yeah. Do you know what the number one best-selling candy company in the world is? Best-selling candy company. Yeah, the company, the best-selling candy company. Not necessarily just individual product, but the whole company. Probably Ferrero at this point. No. Really? Nope. They're number two worldwide. Number four in the U.S. Ferrero is. Now, number one is both number one in the U.S. and the world. Hershey. Mars Wrigley. Mars Wrigley. Mm-hmm. Well, that works because um, because next week, or two weeks from now, we're going to be talking about M&Ms. Yes, which are a Mars Wrigley product. Mars Wrigley product. So we'll probably <clears throat> uh, touch on several different varieties. We're just going to do M&M as a broad overview. Yeah, I was looking at it. There's like a bajillion flavors. There are so many. So I'll just pick up a couple. Yeah, they have these things. I got. I, I grabbed this at Walmart today. Check this out. Yep. Classic mix. Regular peanut and peanut butter in one bag. And it's a like nice little bag. It's kind of convenient. Huh. And they had other triple mixes too. Cool. One that had like dark chocolate peanut. I think it was three different types of the peanut ones. Dark chocolate peanut, classic peanut M&Ms, and one other one or something like that. White chocolate peanut maybe? Yeah, I think it was a white chocolate one. Yeah. Then they also have like almond and caramel and fudge brownie and all kinds of random stuff. Oh, yeah. Pretzel, I mean, and then like they had the international ones, but we're going to get into that next week. They got all kinds of options. So, yeah. We're going to do a Mars Wrigley product when we do M&M's. M&M. M&M&M&M&M's. Which is probably a big part of why they're the best selling one in the world. <laughs> probably. If you look at their numbers, they probably... Are using Eminem. Eminem probably is a huge chunk of that. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for joining us. If you want to reach out to us, you can find us on our Instagram at Hardcrack Podcast or Twitter at Linda Naho and Late Naho. Or you can email us at hardcrack at lindanaho.com. And, and as always, if you could share. That would help a lot. Yes. Send it off to your friends and family. Oh, leave a review. Can we get reviews Oh, yet? Yeah, we can get reviews. Sweet. We can get reviews anywhere. Yeah. I think the last time I even thought about it, it would, we weren't eligible for reviews or something like that. <laughs> we should be eligible. 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 Alleged. We're eligible. Eligible for reviews. So yeah, leave us a review. If you like it. If you don't like it, leave a review anyways. If you don't like it, don't leave a review. <laughs> just just, just <laughs> ignore it. 
<laughs> What's wrong with honesty? Honesty is the best policy. It tanks our reviews, so no. <laughs> That's the problem with reviews. <laughs> True. I hear that all the time at work. If it's not five stars, let us know. You get those with Amazon, too. Yeah. Before you leave a review, contact us with your problem. Yeah. Or you get that thing that says, if you leave a review, we'll give you a $10 gift certificate to blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I, got, I got one. If you guys leave us a review, I'll give you another episode. Ah, I was expecting you to say, if you guys leave us a review, I'll give you a hundred grand. <laughs> I'll give you a hundred grand. <laughs> uh, so either way, yeah. two weeks, Eminem. Thanks for stopping by, and we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye-bye. <laughs>